We're about to find out if throwing a couple of Band-Aids on a bullet hole is acceptable. I would say if they're this good, yeah, yeah, we got this. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by and making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. We're available on all of your podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. Do the like and do the subscribe and do the share and do all that fun jazz. So, yes, we had uh, an arterial bleed happening within the locker room it doesn't appear as though we've addressed all of the issues but we've been discussing how we needed to stop the bleeding somehow some way it just it needed to happen and you know when you're when you're kind of thinking about how to find the right pieces if you're not using linkedin jobs then maybe you're missing out because they're the best candidate to find you the right hire at the right time to fit the right need. And we have needs. And what do we go out and do? We bring in Alan Bowman. For those of you who remember, he's a kid who came in as a true freshman against Oklahoma State in Boone Pickens Stadium a few years ago and dropped 460 some odd yards on us. So talent has never been a question. I remember when that happened, watching that game. We could not stop Alan Bowman as an 18-year-old true freshman. We couldn't we couldn't stop him. And this is back when we had Jim Knowles. It was in the early era of the Jim Knowles system. Yeah, I completely understand. But this kid has proven he's got the talent. Now he's bounced around since Texas Tech over to Michigan. Uh, Michigan had a little bit of a, a quarterback battle, and he got the, the, the backside of that. But again, we see the talent. He does have a propensity for injury, which is not ideal. But it's one of those things, right? It's really good policy to have because he is that talented that if he can stay healthy and he can learn the offense, he's going to be somebody that is that is very valuable to the team, whether it be in the locker room, whether it be on the field, whether it be in meeting rooms. We don't know, but he's been through multiple systems at major, major levels. He's seen the game from multiple perspectives. The talent, again, has never been a question. So if he can piece it all together, um, there could be a, it could be a massive, massive indication for better development for Garrett Rangel and Zane Flores and even Gunnar Gundy. I think everybody's well aware that if we had to roll into the season tomorrow with Garrett Rangel, we'd be fine. But Alan Bowman can be that, that, that bridge, right? The bridge that allows more development to take place while also demanding a good performance. And yeah, it's, it's a really good addition and it's something that we needed. Cause as we've talked about before, we needed to basically just stop the bleeding because 
we couldn't continue to, to lose any more wide receivers, right? The pieces offensively. Defensively, we've talked ad nauseum, and uh, we're about to have Cam Franklin jump on the show. If you haven't voted for Cam Franklin's uh, play, make sure to go check him out and, and, and vote him to the top because it's worth it, right? So we're going to have him on the show because, again, we're going to continue this trend of the defense being potentially dominant in 2023. The speed is unmatched. The speed that Oklahoma State University has on defense, it's, it's never happened. We've never had this much speed. Are there some questions here and there? Yeah. But the talent is crazy. And offensively, again, I think if we had to roll in with Garrett Rangel, we, we'd, we'd be fine. But if we could give him a little bit more time to develop and a little bit more, I don't know, insight, and who better to give it than an Alan Bowman? who has insight multiple systems, multiple schemes, multiple fits, and the game planning, right? He's had to be in the, the film room to game plan uh, against your Ohio States of the world, right? Against your Oklahoma States and your TCUs and your Baylors. Speaking of TCU, thank you for repping the Big 12 by uh, ending some of that potential discussion that the Big 10 is far and away above the Big 12. Clearly not the case. Big 10 can zip it and shut it. But the SEC... Right, the heavy hitters, they Alabama and Georgia. We're not on that level yet. We're just not. It is what it is. And we were on a space last night. Um, and by the way, thank you to the the O State Army that showed up to the locked on Big Twelve uh, sh- uh, space that was yesterday. We t- we took that thing over, so I, I appreciate that. But we were talking in there, like, how do we kind of bridge the gap a little bit better? How do we get to the other side of the hill? Are we ever going to get the big 350-pound hog mollies that Georgia and Bama get? Probably not. It's not going to happen. And how do we, as as a conference, right, let alone Oklahoma State University, just as as a conference in general, how do we kind of separate that gap? Well, I think if you go back to like O-State in 2011 or Oregon for all those those times in the beginning of Chip Kelly kind of making a, a big name for himself, we all found ways to offensively exploit some deficiencies that the other side had. And now you've got high-flying offenses with massive dudes. So, again, how do we offset that? Well, to me, it's got to be, let's go specialty position. If we know good and going well, we're not going to get a bunch of 350-pound dudes to make it still or Oklahoma or Manhattan, Kansas, or Lubbock, Texas, then we need to do something different. And what we've been talking lately about how relationships are important and our relationships uh, within the locker room, especially Gunny and Dunn, are always the greatest. And it's something that we're going to have to change. It's something that we're going to have to learn to manipulate a little bit better. Before we continue with that, I do have to let everybody out here know, as I'd mentioned previously, today we're partially brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions. And as a small business or an owner, we all know that it can be a high stakes gamble when you're going through the hiring process, right? You want to make sure that this person fits your qualifications so they can maximize the work that you do. And LinkedIn Jobs is the best place for you to evaluate who has the skills and experience to help you achieve your goals. Whenever you're looking for resume data uh, by using insights from your job post, the company that has 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates probably should be the option you choose. Again, the most qualified candidates are going to be on LinkedIn jobs and you can contact them for 
free and you can do it quickly. It makes it easy to screen and rate applications based on your job's qualifications all on one platform. This is why small businesses do in fact rate LinkedIn jobs, number one, in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So your call to action today is go to LinkedIn jobs. It's going to help you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free with linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions obviously do apply. So let's just, uh, you know, let's continue down this road of how we can kind of separate ourselves or how we can, again, bridge that gap. Just like we've talked about Alan Bowman's going to be somebody that comes into, to bridge that gap for Garrett Rangale, for Zane Flores, for Gunnar Gundy. And it's something that's going to be massively beneficial. So if we, as a university, right, and or even a conference, would just get far more involved with something like the seven-on-seven circuits, these things are completely separate from lineman camps, right? And lineman camps are obviously massively beneficial as well. You're going to have to learn how to rob glass your way, uh, which is, you know, kind of get those, those linemen that, you know, didn't go to Bama, didn't go to Georgia. And find a way to make those guys grow through the system, get a little bit bigger, stronger, faster, and make it work. But you can have a bunch of Des Bryants and a bunch of Justin Blackmans and a bunch of Ollie Gordons and Justice Hills and Chuba Hubbards. You, you, you can have a bunch of those dudes if you build the inroads, right? Just like for recruiting, uh, coaches have had to build inroads with, with uh, high school coaches for years. And that's why you see some of this pipeline stuff, like we are a Edmund Sam. And a Fay pipeline. And we we hopefully continue, will continue to be that. But just like we've established relationships with these high school coaches, now you have to do the same thing with some of the seven-on-seven stuff because it's more exposure. Some of the seven-on-seven stuff isn't necessarily used properly. That's on the high school coaches, right? It's not on the circuit itself. But it's things like that that will allow us to grow better relationships with kids that, that are going to fit into our systems. We can combat the size, right? How do you combat size? Speed. So what we cannot have is Alabama and Georgia getting all of the big dudes and also coming and cherry and picking all the all, all the, the guys that help you with the lateral side-to-side -side quickness and help you kind of string the game out and put some things into your favor. So are we going to beat our head against the wall and, and try to out-recruit Georgia and, and Alabama all the time on the big dudes? Probably not. We probably shouldn't. Our focus needs to shift to relationships, right, and a way to counteract. These are two things that we can, in fact, control at Oklahoma State University. We know that our relationship with high school coaches is pretty good. We know that our relationship with seven-on-seven -seven type of platforms isn't necessarily the greatest. Why? Because Gundy's a little bit stubborn, a little bit old school. Oh, okay, a little bit old school is a lie. That's not true. He's very old school, almost detrimentally. The times have changed. Right? Do you need to coddle every kid on your roster? No, absolutely not. I would say that most people would argue it's fair uh, to, to assume that's not a good thing. You can't coddle people all the way around the board 24-7 and help them be more successful. That'll never work. But at the same time, you cannot be so removed that you refuse to return phone calls. You refuse to, to return text messages. We get it. Right. Things have shifted again. And we asked for someone to stop the bleeding. And that happened, whether it was Chad Weiberg, Force in the Hand, Dr. Casey Strom, maybe it was all Gundy's decision. Right. Realistically, it doesn't matter. Whoever's decision it was, 
to, to release some stuff to stop the bleeding. It has happened. So thank you to whoever you are. But Alan Bowman's a big get. And yes, we know we have problems with the wide receiver. Yes, we know we've had some problems with Casey Dunn. Yes, we know this stuff has to get relieved or not well, fixed, basically, right? And then we land Leon Johnson III, six foot five, 210 pound wide receiver. And he's from a private school at the Division Three level. But this last season, he had almost 1,200 yards. We're, and we're, we went out for, uh, you know, tight ends very, very heavily throughout the entirety of the transfer process, which, again, I, I would say was a pretty good indication that we were aiming to accomplish something, right? We had something in mind when we start offering um, a bunch of tight ends. It wasn't going to be the same old, same old at Oklahoma State. Something was changing. And now you look at this, like Leon Johnson III, again, 6'5", 208, 210 pounds, at damn near a tight end. And we just uh, went after a, a tight end earlier as well, right? Uh, Georgia tight end, Brett's, what is it? Brett, I can't pronounce that. Scyther, hopefully, hopefully I said it right. But again, this is a, another tight end that we are, we're going after. So this is the emphasis. The emphasis right now is we, we, we've clearly been able to stop the bleeding because we have, again, hopefully, hopefully we knock on wood. We've still only lost one alignment. Ollie Gordon, DeAndre Jackson, Jaden Nixon, Sean Tyler. These are all running backs that are still ready to rock and roll. And we're going bigger, right? Again, big wide receivers, a bunch of tight ends. We haven't lost any O-linemen. Probably going to get a couple more. We're setting up for something. And as much as, you know, we're going to point out the things that need to be pointed out, we also got to give kudos. Again, I don't care if it's Gundy, Dunn, Weiberg, Trump, doesn't matter to me. I could give 13 hoots. These are announcements that are coming that is, in fact, stopping the bleeding. And our transfer, the people that we've been getting are phenomenal. The defense is going to be stoked and jacked and ready to rock and roll. This will probably be one of the most exciting defenses to watch. Will they make mistakes throughout the, the course of the season? Yes. Will they make mistakes that are really cool? Yeah, right? That can happen. You can make a mistake. And do it so, uh, Kendall Daniels, perfect example. How often do you see him just dominate dudes but fly past the, the, the guy with the ball? Little stuff like that happens. And again, you will take it if it's at 190 daggone miles an hour. We'll take the mistakes, right? But just play. And we know the defense will. And it does look like we're shifting now to more of an old school style. I'm all for it. But let's not sleep on the fact that we're still going to throw the ball. We're still going to have to, you know, have some dudes at the X and Z positions they eat. If BP is, in fact, going to be that guy still at the slot position, we're fine there. But we're still going to throw the ball with the emphasis on getting a little bit more old school. And it's a bold move, but I'll take it. I'd rather go bold move and try to go super old school, pound the rock, less miles type of, and it fail than us do nothing the do nothing thing is the problem and you know it's just it's it's a mixed bag right because we got to juggle both we know we're not going to get a lot of information um and, and then some of the information you get you got to get from kind of you know inside and then you can't really divulge too much right it's just it's just fine line and then it's like gundy fights it he fights for information to not go anywhere it's like 
he fights to keep everybody in the dark. It's it's maddening. And, and again, I think that's part of what needs to change. Whether he likes it, Dunn likes it, doesn't matter. You don't need to coddle people so much that it becomes ineffective. But you also don't need to be so absent-minded and disrespectful about how you go about things um, that, that it causes people to react negatively, right? In today's society, these are things you do have to pay attention to. Even in hiring, I am so happy that I'm not, I, I don't have to hire people anymore. I'm so happy because I'm going to be honest with you. People that want to show up every single day and do every single thing, the, you know, it's just, it's, it's not the same. Society now has been given ideas that that there's an entitlement. It is what it is. It's a fact of life. So you can't go too soft, right? But you can't be somebody who just passes things off and and, and you're an an ace about it. So Gundy's going to have to grow here. And we're not just talking about football. We're not just talking about how he needs to keep his hands out of the offense. We're not just talking about how he needs to fix the, the, the issues we have at wide receiver or with Casey Dunn or the relationships. We've been talking about Gundy's failure with relationships on the team since 2020. But as we, we had Xavier Benson on the show the other day, and he talked about he has a great relationship with Gundy. So clearly Gundy can build relationships. But when you have 135 guys, you know – it's hard nowadays, guys. It's just a different. It's just a different time. You gotta juggle this act of coddling, but also being hard enough that you get the most out of somebody. Because being hard on somebody and being old school, it's not. It's not a bad thing for production, right? To get the most out of an athlete that sometimes an athlete doesn't even know they have comes with tough love. That should never go away in sports. But to have tough love, you have to have a relationship. Right. For somebody to be able to respond to your tough love, they have to know that at the end of the day, you have their back. And that's the issue. And so if Gundy's fixing things right now, maybe it's because he has to. Who knows? Who cares? But the the focus on tight ends, a big deal. The, The transfer market. Yes, we've lost some people, but I don't think anybody can argue that the dudes we've brought in do not add immediate value. Immediate value. We're not bringing in transfers that, you know, we don't think are going to slide in immediately and provide something. That's just, that's the beauty of it. So amongst all of the, the, the chaos, we found a way to still be able to not only survive, but in some, some essence thrive. And speaking of thriving, if you want to thrive, uh, your, your change acting a little strange, your money's acting a little funny. Go to betonline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the uh, latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from pro football to the bowl season that just kind of concluded on us. Basketball, World Cup, they've got you covered with more to come. And if you love sports podcasts, obviously you do because you're here. Even you can find that on betonline.net as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. And here, locked on Oklahoma State, we're just help, here to help you uh, get pointed in the right direction, right? So as we we learn or don't learn to build these development th- these relationships better, it'll be a, a pretty good 
indicating factor of the success that we can have. Because once again, the talent's there. We're fine in recruiting. The transfer market is still hitting pretty hot. We're getting big-time guys in the program that want to be here. And hopefully we're addressing some of the issues amongst the, the, the Casey Dunn stuff. But if he backs himself into the corner, this 2023 season is going to be interesting. Uh, to make or break year. Because you got to think, guys, everybody that wants to come back, your Ollie Gordons, your DeAndre Jacksons, right? Your Xavier Bensons, your Kendall Daniels, your Lyric Rawls, your Cam Smiths, your Corey Blacks, your Brendan Presleys. If we have another season comparable, and it appears as though that our head man is just far too disconnected to be able to relate enough to build relationships, then those are all the guys that we might lose, that we could lose. Not that we might, but we could. If things don't change, we have to tear down and restart, possibly. And I think that's what everybody's trying to avoid here. And... We know that it's possible, so we just need more information coming out. Now we said we were waiting till after the national or the national title. Um, remind yourselves that we have to say that the Big Twelve and TCU just played for a national title. Yes, they got they got drugged through the mud, but it just lets us know we got more to accomplish. We have more to get to. We have more to to figure out. But we have to separate ourselves. The Big 12 needs to be that next line in co conference um, in line. And we are. But again, it's about capitalization, which we know all about as O State fans. Because sometimes, right, it, the struggle for us is the failure to capitalize. Big 12 is in the same position. But Brett Yormark seems to be aggressive enough to do enough, to build enough relationships, to put the right people in charge that we're going to flourish as a conference. I firmly believe that. I'm very excited for the future of the Big 12. This national title did, did show us that we got some things to work on. But instead of beating our head against the wall, beating a dead horse per se, why don't we try to find a way to narrow in on something that is different than what Georgia and Bama have? Build relationships in a different way now because it's far more important than it ever has been. Recruiting nowadays is different. Way different than it ever has been before. Retention of players is more difficult, I would argue now, than, than even recruiting. And now recruiting, you know, it, it takes a little bit of a step back from the high school ranks because now instead of taking 25 dudes from a high school, you're taking 15. You're filling the rest of your class up with transfers. This is the new age of college football. Relationships, 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 and production. Like, how can you help me produce to get to the next level? And mixed in there, we, we have to find a way to help these players know that, that we want them to bleed orange and black. We want them to be an integral part, part of the community and the university for life because our university is different. And if Gundy or anybody is making the perception of Oklahoma State University change in a negative way, we got to fix it.
but at least we've we've plugged these holes. Alan Bowman is a very good get, right? Leon Johnson third, very good get. We've been dominating the guys we've been getting in the transfer market. That has not been a problem. Is the problem being addressed, though? Is it being corrected? Is it being fixed? Or are we just, you know, filling our bucket full of talent and hoping it works out again? I don't know. But I do think it's fair that we focus on the exciting parts. And there's a lot of those. Um, I can't wait to have Cam Franklin on the show so we can continue to talk about how bad, bad A this defense is going to be. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive in, obviously, a little bit more because clearly the, the schematic differences are coming. So we need to, we need to be prepared for them, um, which means more film study. And we've got more announcements and more people joining the show. So it's all good things. And um, it's all because of you guys. So thank you very much for stopping by and making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. Again, my name is Cody Stowell. You can find me at All Day O State on Twitter, O State All Day on Facebook. It's O State All Day uh, on Instagram as well. I don't mess with Instagram a whole lot, but I got the daggone thing. As always, until next time, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. I'll see you later.